Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios in Atlanta, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. Good morning, Atlanta, and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk with business leaders from Atlanta and the surrounding communities. Silver Lining in the Cloud is sponsored by CDI Managed Services, where we provide outsourced IT consulting and integrated solutions. I'm your host, Nicole Toptosh. With us today from Claire Communications Solutions is their managing partner, Monique Russell. Good morning, Monique, and welcome to the show. Good morning, Nicole. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with us. And let's kick off the show and tell us about Claire Communication Solutions and what do you do? Absolutely. Claire Communication Solutions is a com- communications and consulting service. I help executive women leaders in the workplace use Claire Communication and communicate in a way that makes them shine. How can we become better communicators? That's so important, especially in the business world. It is. And one of the things that I always like to start off with is In order for us to become better at whatever it is that we want to do, we first need to stop and take an inventory of what we're doing. We need to assess and have that time for reflection. But then once we reflect, we want to take steps to put actions in place that will help us grow. So becoming a better communicator starts with ourselves. We need to focus on listening. Listening more. So many times when we talk to someone else, we focus on what we want to say mm-hmm. instead of actually stopping to listen. Right. So that's the first step. Acknowledging or recognizing where you are as a communicator, finding actionable steps or things that can help you professionally grow, and then listening. Now, you spoke about actionable steps that would indicate that a person is looking to change. But when it comes to change, it's so hard to put into place new habits. Why does it take so long to learn new habits? That is a great question. And having a performance and learning and development background, I'll tell you, you know, we're living in this age of instant everything. So true. Microwavable energy. We want things happening yesterday. I don't know if you've ever stood in front of the microwave and you're waiting and it's two (laughs) minutes and you're like, come on, (laughs) let's get it done with. But in order to learn new habits, it's going to take some time. So I want to give you an example. Let's say you drive home from work every day. Mm -hmm. Um, You probably take the same route, do you? I do. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So the the first time you drove from work Mm -hmm. home, you probably didn't know the route. You probably needed to drive it once, twice, three times, four times before it just came second nature. Right. Now, if you're going out of town or you're going to someplace new, you're probably going to pay close attention to where you're going because it's not already moved to your long-term memory. Um, I know sometimes I've driven home and I don't even know how I got there because I was thinking of something else and it was just on autopilot. So if you're, if you're going to build new habits, it's going to take some time. And that's the first step you want to acknowledge, that learning or change is not going to be overnight. It's not going to be instantaneous Mm -hmm. if you're really looking for deep, lasting transformation. Mm -hmm. It's definitely going to take time. As a manager, one of the things that I struggle with is making my instructions clearer to the team. How can we be people of influence in the team? That's a great question as well, Nicole, because... 
one of the things I work with with women leaders is, is focusing on clarity. A lot of times we think that we know what everyone understands or it, we feel it might be clear, but it's not clear to everyone on the team. The first thing I would suggest is writing it down. Mm-hmm. Have someone ask you questions about what your expectations are. So let's say you have a project that's getting ready to get started and you know what you want Sarah, Jim, or Paul to do, but it may not be clear to them. So take steps to actually write down what your expectations are Mm -hmm. and then have that conversation with them. When you have that conversation, you want to make sure that everything that you're communicating is clear to them and if they're missing anything. So asking powerful questions. Is that clear? Is mm-hmm. anything confusing? I find you know, myself that's... <laughs> doing it all the time. Any questions? Yes, <laughs> yes. Is there anything that I'm missing? Is there mm-hmm. anything that you want to add? Do you have a suggestion to mm-hmm. do this better? I always like watching people do things that I've done mm-hmm. or delegating to people things that I've done because sometimes I find that they can do it better, better mm-hmm. or yes. differently. So clarity is the first and most important thing to start with. And you can do that by asking questions. But before you ask questions, take time yourself to clarify what you want and what your expectations are. I want to tell you, you said also about yielding influence. Yes. So once you start with clarity, you can, you know, definitely create a better conversation, you know, when when you communicate. Right. But there are other things to do when you want to yield influence. And I know it's going to sound really, really simple, but one of the first things that we want to do is start by being kind. Mm -hmm. Just being kind and showing respect. Again, when we're asking questions, it shows people that we care. You know, is everything going okay with your Mm -hmm. project? Is there anything that you're struggling with? And as we start to continue developing our skills and growing professionally, we become more resourceful to ourselves and to others on our team. So let's say you encounter Susan, for example, who's on your team and she's struggling with a certain concept. You can ask her if there's any problems or questions that she's having with this project or if there's anything that you can do to remove obstacles Mm -hmm. or blocks for her. So that's one of the ways that I would tell you You know, start yielding influence by being kind and showing Mm -hmm. respect, asking questions, sharing your knowledge. If you see someone struggling with a concept, say, hey, I tried this. You might want to try that. Right. A lot of times in the workplace, I hear a lot of leaders talk about uh, holding information. This person doesn't want to share this information with me and they know how to do it better than me. And it's all a territorial um, war sometimes. You know, there's a lot of conflict. There's a lot of insecurity but we can start to ask questions and share the value and the knowledge that we have so that the overall team can improve the productivity and performance. Right. I I certainly agree with that methodology. And I always believe in promoting that, being kind and uh, showing your appreciation to them for what they do. And I believe that that sets the foundation for really great communication between you and your team. Now, why is coaching important? Coaching... A lot of times I hear people refer to coaching as something that is dysfunctional or something that's for people who are getting in problems or they can't communicate clearly. I don't really get a lot of positive feedback when I hear about coaching. And initially, that was my perspective as well until I started getting coached. Mm -hmm. Coaching is very, very important if you want to grow. It's something that goes beyond needing 
growth and development. It goes beyond just receiving a coaching service one-on-one or in a group session because it has the ability to change the trajectory of your life. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, my son, my youngest son is 10 years old Mm -hmm. and he plays tennis. For the next five years, he can continue playing tennis just on his own. You know, no problems. He'll probably do well and be fine. But because we wanted to see him grow and see what was possible for him, we hired him a tennis coach. The tennis coach showed him that instead of, you know, throwing the ball up in the air, leaning back before he served, that he just needed to release something so simple, just release. And instantly, that knowledge that he received was able to help him improve his serve and improve his game. Now, if we didn't choose to hire the coach, he would be fine. But I want us to think about what would be possible for us. What would be possible Just in the same way for my son, what would be possible for him in the next five years if he continues to have someone pour in specialized knowledge, guidance, tools, and strategies? What could be possible in his future? So as a coach or when you're being coached, you think about what's possible. By the very nature of our lives, we're going to have a default future. No matter what we do, we're going to have a default future. And it might be fine and it might be just dandy and perfect. But think about what would be possible if you had someone who was specialized, who was committed to seeing you succeed and win, what would be possible for your future in the next five years? Right. And I feel that, you know, for the most part, we all kind of look for guidance. You know, we're we're trained to do it um, from little kids, you know, with our parents, with our teachers, looking for that guidance. And I believe in the power of persuasion and coaching is great because we're forgetful. Repetition for emphasis. We all need reminders. So that is really great and continued success to your son. Thank you. So how can I grow at work if I'm not being developed? This is where we will strive to focus on ownership. Our workspaces. There's a benefit in training. There's a benefit in performance improvement because overall the company wants to succeed. The company wants to make profits and revenues and be competitive in the marketplace. But unfortunately, there are some times or some places where you don't have those opportunities at work. This is where we're going to take ownership of ourselves and our lives and we're going to seek out those opportunities to grow together on our own. It could be through books that you've read. It could be through webinars, conferences. I mean, hey, there's YouTube. (laughs) There's YouTube (laughs) for everything. Google. (laughs) Let me Google that for you. There's an abundance and a plethora of resources that will allow us to grow and become better versions of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that's the, the first thing that I would say. You can start on your own by seeking out resources and building up your repertoire. And then as you continue to grow, you seek out things that will challenge you even more. Mm -hmm. People who can help you with accountability, people Mm -hmm. who can be your champion on the side. It's it's a beautiful feeling when you have Mm -hmm. someone who is dedicated to your success. Right. And I believe in investing in yourself. So that those are really great uh, reminders for folks who are looking to uh, develop themselves if they feel that they're not being pushed uh, to develop themselves. We're talking with Monique Russell, Managing Partner at Claire Communication Solutions on Silver Lining in the Cloud, sponsored by CDI Managed Services. Now, speaking of development and opportunities, 
What live leadership opportunities are coming up in 2017? In 2017, we have LeaderCast. Love it. Love it. LeaderCast is amazing. (laughs) Let me tell you, I was turned on to LeaderCast because of a coach that I hired. So (laughs) talk about, you know, full-scale experience. I was turned on to LeaderCast. I went, I attended. You will not leave the same. Mm -hmm. So as a result, I am a host site sponsor And I will be hosting LeaderCast Alpharetta Mm -hmm. next May, May 5th, 2017 at the beautiful Metropolitan Club. We have a long list of very respected and powerful speakers such as Daniel Pink, Mm -hmm. Susie Welch, Andy Stanley, and a whole lot more. So I am looking forward to this event. If you're interested in connecting and growing, it's one day, 8.30 to 4.30. We're Mm -hmm. going to hear from speakers. We're going to be fed. We're offering breakfast, lunch, and coffee throughout the day. You don't want to miss this. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to attending. This will be my first time. Oh, you are going to grow. You will will not leave the same. There will be at least one thing that you will take away. I can guarantee you that. Looking forward to being transformed. Yes. (laughs) Let's do it together. (laughs) Monique, what has your coaching experience been? Personally, I have grown. I have become aware of perspectives that I had that I never knew. And, and sometimes we need that. We all have blind spots. Um, none of us can do things all on our own. No one, no one here does anything on their own, even if they tell you that. That's, that's not true. Mm-hmm. And so my, my experience with coaching has been phenomenal because I connect with many people. And let's just face it, family, friends, you know, coworkers, colleagues, they can only take us so far. Mm-hmm. They can only push us so far. But when you hire a coach or when you work with a coach and you have someone who is going to push you to be accountable, who can help you when you're struggling, because we all have those moments when right. we're struggling. We're human. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when, when we're down and when we are afraid to take those bold risks, coaching is very helpful. And that has been my experience. Mm-hmm. And I love helping others do the same. I, help, I love helping others transform as well. What do you love the most about what you do? It took me a long time to acknowledge or recognize this, but I have a, a, a training background, a learning and performance background. I've taught for a number of years at um, higher education institutions, and I get a kick out of seeing exponential growth happen. I get a kick out of seeing people break through obstacles, celebrate accomplishments, I get a kick out of that. Mm-hmm. So the, the most rewarding thing about being a coach, empowering others and helping others to become the best version of themselves is celebrating with them. I love that. It's very, very rewarding. Right. It's true because I can recall many times uh, helping people to develop on my team who had never done selling and things like that before. And then when they see that they have not only met their goal, but exceeded it, they're like, Nicole, oh my gosh, you did say that. And he says, I told you. So sometimes you just have to believe in yourself. And as a person or a manager, help them to develop their potential. And it's exciting to see when they recognize what they're capable of accomplishing. And you know what? That's so important because sometimes they cannot see for themselves what you can see for them. True. And sometimes we have to just ride on the belief of what someone else sees for us is possible. (laughs) (laughs) We we may not see it for ourselves, but Mm -hmm. someone else might see it for us. And they can say, you know what, I and this is what I always encourage, 
you know, leaders to do as well. If you see something that's possible for someone on your team, Mm -hmm. talk to them about what you see Mm -hmm. and why, and then help them develop being able to see that for themselves as well. Because no matter what you do, you always have a a stronger motivation when you gain the buy-in of the person that you you want to help develop. And when they see it for themselves and when they experience it for themselves. And willing to learn. Yes, they Mm -hmm. grow. They Mm -hmm. see exponential value. It's Mm -hmm. like seeing a baby walk. It's like, oh, my baby's walking. (laughs) And you had a part in that. You had something to do with that because you shared your value. Mm -hmm. But you couldn't share your value if you didn't grow Everyone that you're impacting is benefiting from all the resources that you have been exposed to as well Mm -hmm. as a leader. Right. Speaking of growth, where do you see clear communication solutions in the next five years? Well, my vision is to revolutionize the way 200 million people accomplish their professional development goals. And I know I said 200 million. Yes. Obviously, I won't be coaching 200 million people. But I do plan to provide resources, you know, books, e-classes, mm-hmm. and over the next five years or so, you know, providing positive communications and outlets such as this. Right. Thank you so much for having me here and allowing You're me welcome. to share my gift. So this is my hope. My hope is to continue to help others accomplish their professional development goals. It can be through live events. It can be through coaching. It can be through any of the resources that are forthcoming. Excellent. And speaking of resources, Monique, tell our listeners how they can get in contact with you. You can reach me at clearcommunicationsolutions.com. If you like what you hear today, please send me a line, Monique, at clearcommunicationsolutions.com. Tell me you loved it. Tell me you want to grow. Tell me you are fabulous. (laughs) That's right. Yes. You are. Thank you. you. I've, I've enjoyed listening to you for the time that we've had this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. You're very welcome. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk business to business. Thank you to our guest today, Monique Russell with Clear Communication Solutions. We appreciate you for what you do to add value to our local economy and for being on the show. I'm Nicole Toptosh on behalf of CDI Managed Services. As a reminder, to listen to this show and other Silver Lining in the Cloud broadcasts, go to silverlining.businessradiox.com. And until next time, remember, when it comes to IT solutions, CDI Managed Services is your Silver Lining in the Cloud.